You just got your you know, Apple Pay, boom, tap, good to go. Out the door with your bottle of water and your, you know, peach rings. Episode 1157 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, some suggestions for running on vacation. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by the concierge level of coaching that I provide, which is a little bit funny because I've yet to take have anyone take me up on this high-end coaching offer. So you could be the first one if you're so inclined, um, which means that it's hard to say that this is brought to you by a level of coaching that I've never actually put into practice before. But what is included here is uh, kind of, in theory, anything and everything that you might need slash want other than someone to actually do the running for you, which as a runner, I don't think that there's too many of us that, you know, want someone to run for us. We want all of the other things done for us so we can just do the running. And that's what the concierge level of coaching provides. Obviously it's a, it's a customized training plan. I mean, I I hope that that is understood. If you're talking about working with me as a coach, you're getting You're getting a custom plan. Like there is no one size fits all nonsense that I, that I roll out to folks that hire me to work as their coach. Um, but in addition to that, we're, we're doing, we're getting on the phone to talk through issues. We're, we're, we're connecting that way as often as necessary. We're jumping on to Skype or zoom or I don't know, whatever, whatever other things are out there. Uh, assuming that you don't live in Evans, Georgia, if you live in Evans, Georgia, I'll come to your house. But otherwise, um, you know, we're jumping on some type of digital, uh, video call, to do strength training or foam rolling or stretching or whatever, whatever of those types of little things or supplemental things that you know you should be doing, but you just don't do as often as, uh, as you might think would be beneficial, says the guy who doesn't typically do those things as often as he knows would be beneficial. But if someone's, if someone's jumping on a call, you know, you got that extra little uh, accountability. You don't have to think about what exercises to do. You don't have to think about how long to foam roll your quads. You, you just do it. You, you just do it. And so we jump on a call um, probably about once a week, give or take. Yeah, we kind of work out the schedule to make it, to make it uh, you know, what makes sense for you and, and your schedule, obviously. Uh, make sure that it's, it's not too frequently. We're not doing that every day, but, you know, once a week-ish. Um, and maybe the biggest perk of all, the biggest bell and whistle of the concierge coaching option is that on race day, I show up and literally run with you. So you don't have to worry about sticking to a, you know, what's, what's the race day plan. We don't have to work out, you know, at 5k, you want to be at about here and you want your pace to be this and you want to make sure you're, you're fueling here. No, 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 I'll show up. I'll run the race with you. Um, I I'll know the plan. I'll do everything in my power to, you know, slow you down or speed you up or encourage you, or kick you in the pants, get behind you and push you, whatever it takes to get in front of you and slow you down. Make sure you can't push me, uh, whatever it takes to keep you on track with, with your race day goals, your race day paces, uh, get you to the finish line feeling well. And there's, there's no extra cost to that. Obviously, you know, let's, let's be, let's put the cards on the table. The cost is baked into the monthly fee, right? So, so, but you don't have to pay extra for my travel. You don't have to pay extra for my race fees. That's all taken care of with that month to month payment at the concierge level. So, um, like I said, no one's, no one's taking me up for this before. It's not cheap. It's not for everyone. I get that. But if you're like, you know what? That would be awesome. I want to hear a little bit more about it. Check it out. Dizruns.com slash concierge. Uh, and if you're ready to go, obviously there's, there's some sign up information there. You can reach out at any point. 
Uh, and if you have questions, let me know. If the question is, but Diz, I'm faster than you, don't worry. There's workarounds for that that are totally legal, totally ethical. Um, you know, just because I can't run a three-hour marathon, I can still help pace you to a three-hour marathon. You are going to have to do some of that lifting by yourself, though. You know, that's that's got to be part of the discussion. We can have those discussions, though, if that's something that you might be interested in. So disruns.com slash concierge if you're interested and if not, you know, there's other levels of coaching there that might be more budget friendly, might give you what you need, but still require you to do a little bit more of the lifting. I'll give you the, you know, I'll lead you to the water. You'll have to do the drinking, but at the concierge level, I'll drink for you. If that metaphor makes sense. Anyway, disruns.com slash concierge. Now today, let's talk about something that may or may not be in your not too immediate future. And that is uh, vacation, specifically summer vacation, because apparently it is summertime. Even though if you look at the calendar and you look at the, the, the moon orbits and the position of the sun and, and all of those things, you'll know that actually summer doesn't start until uh, a few weeks from now, uh, but the 21st of June is the official first day of summer. But because Memorial Day has happened, at least here in the, in the States, you know, once Memorial Day happens, it's like it's summer. You know, all, all, all you ladies and maybe some of the, some of the guys, not me, you know, and, and there's no judgment here. But, uh, you know, everybody gets their white pants out, their white shorts out, um, you know, the sundresses out. All, all of the summertime apparel is, is out and ready because it's Memorial Day happened, right? You can wear your white between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I say wear your white year-round. But what do, what do I know? I'm no fashionista. Um, but, you know, on that sense, it's summertime. Uh, school years, if they haven't wrapped up already, are, are hopefully, hopefully for those that are in school, uh, getting close to wrapping up, which, you know, then there's, there's another sign that summer's here, whether it's June 21st or not. And, you know, when it comes to, to summer as, as runners, you know, summer is, is great. So I think, I think at least for, for me, like I, I think a summer is this great time because I think back to being a kid and having summer breaks and, you know, watching game shows and playing with friends and maybe doing a few chores around the house, but having a little bit of extra freedom to watch the family feud and classic concentration and the price is right. And yada, yada, yada. Then, like I said, go connect with some friends, crash in the woods, play in the pool, do all the things. Um, as an adult, <laughs> I mean, summer still sounds great. But, uh, you know, some of those things, that, mo- all of those things, none of those things happen anymore. Um, but as runners, when it comes to summer, you know, again, summer's a great time of year. We, we love summer. At least a lot of us do. Even, even if it's a little bit hot. But for runners, you know, heat and humidity... That's maybe less than ideal when it comes to summer. And, and we've talked before about heat issues and how heat impacts our runs. And like, it's not a whole lot of fun to be out when it's, you know, surface of the sun and, and total swamp humidity levels out there at four o'clock in the morning or at eight o'clock in the morning or any time of day when it's, when it's hot, humid, gross, like that's not maybe ideal. Um, and for those of you that are as, as, probably not quite to the level of schedule and routine as I am, but somewhat, you know, I think a lot of runners tend to have some level of, of regular routine. You like to get your runs in early or you, you get up and have your coffee and run after that, or you run at lunchtime or you run it in the evening, whatever it is, you know, you've got your, your probably have some level of routine to your running and summertime. I mean, routines kind of go out the window again, you know, you got, you got longer days, which is, which is wonderful. But you know, if you have kids and anybody who's, who has kids or has had kids, you know, that summertime routine is is hold on for dear life, right? Like, hold on, get back to the school year starting um, so that we can get get the kids back in school and get back to having a little bit more routine to the schedule, whether you're going to camps, whether you, you just have kids at home and you got to figure out what, what they're doing. Maybe you work from home, but now you got to work around the kids. Uh, you know, 
in, in the time with the time with Addison is lovely, but it's a little bit chaotic. You know, it's a little bit of an adjustment that has to happen. Um, and then there's there's maybe the biggest summer issue for runners, or may, maybe not the biggest, but maybe it just gets into the topic du jour, and that is the blessing and the curse of the family summer vacation. And, you know, because the kids are off of school, because sometimes, like, it's just almost maybe expected at work that people are going to take a little time off. Maybe some some places they close down around the summer holidays. You know, here in the States, I know there's some places, shoot, when Rebecca was, was working administration at the school in Florida, like, they were technically working 12 months a year, but the school was closed the week of July 4th because it was just like, y'all, this is your week to go take your vacations, whatever. You don't need to take vacation days. Like, we're just closed this week. So maybe, maybe where you work or where your partner works or whatever, maybe you have some of those type of opportunities as well, where, you know, work is, work is going to be shut down for, for this week. Or maybe some, I know some places they go to four day work weeks during the summer. So you've got a long weekend every weekend, whatever it is, there's a lot of, a lot of folks, maybe this is you take some level of family vacation in the summertime. And and that's great in theory. And again, for, for, I, I may be the outlier here being Mr. Mr. Routine, like the vacation always sounds good until you start getting up to it. And you're like, yeah, like I got to do all this work to prepare to go on vacation from a work perspective. I'm going to have all this work waiting for me after vacation. And then the vacation is going to be a hot mess of no routine. So like, where's the benefit of this vacation? But uh, maybe, maybe for you, it's a little bit better, but one way or the other as runners, especially if you've got a fall race coming down the pipe, um, which, you know, may still feel like it's a long way, but newsflash, like Chicago's closing in on four months out and then everything else starts going crazy after that. Or I guess maybe, maybe we've got a little bit lo- longer until Chicago. We have five months until Chicago, four and a half months, whatever it is. I don't know. I've got people running Chicago. I should probably know the date, but I know, I know where we are. Yeah. You know, you know, I got, I got things sorted one way or the other. Chicago's going to be here soon. New York's going to be here soon. Marine Corps, Indy, um, even CIM, which isn't until, you know, November, but like, the, the summertime just, you know, whatever it is, summertime just makes it feel like, oh, that's so far away. It's in the fall. Well, you're probably going to have to start training or really be in the hot and heavy of your training during the summer, which is the point we're trying to get to. And depending on where your vacation falls, that could kind of get in, you could mess with the plan for the build for your race. But today's, today's suggestions, today's quick tip. Now that it took 10 minutes to set the table, let's, let's get to it. Um, whether you're training for a race or not, if you're going on a vacation this summer as runners, there's a, I would say there's a better than zero chance. Maybe there's a better than 50, 50 chance, but there's probably at least a better than zero chance that runners are going to want to run a little bit on vacation. If that's you and you've got a vacation planned, here are a, a handful of tips or four tips, I guess. So one, one finger less than a handful of tips to keep in mind, things that kind of suggestions, things that quite frankly, the people that pay me, they're going to get these, these reminders as well. So you're getting, you're getting some free coaching advice today, which I guess in theory is what we try to do with every quick tip, but that doesn't always work itself out. Um, but anyway, some, some suggestions, some tips, some things to keep in mind if you're going on vacation this year and trying to figure out if, how, what to do from a running perspective on vacation. So first, first tip, first reminder, if you will, is that remember that this is your vacation too. And maybe, maybe stereotypically, this is more for uh, the ladies, the more for the moms of, of the, the listenership. It applies to everyone, but at least maybe stereotypically, it feels like, and, and at least in my immediate nuclear family, um, you know, 
Re- Rebecca's usually the, the one who's a little bit quicker to put her needs and her wants and her desires, especially on like a family trip on the back burner so that I can still go run in so that Addison is doing things and has attention and yada, yada, yada. Um, and so if that's, if that's you, if you're the parent or the caregiver or the, the, whatever, the, the, the partner that maybe puts yourself second to take care of your family and, and whatnot, there's nothing wrong with that. But remember that this is your vacation too, right? Like you're part of the family. And as such, try to fight the feeling that it might be somehow selfish to make sure that you get to do a couple things that you want to do on vacation, especially if one of those things is going for a run. Um, now I'm not saying that, that you, you sacrifice, you know, whatever other things that might be going on in the vacation. Maybe you got to get up a little bit earlier, or maybe, maybe you kind of mix things in or the kids get a little screen time, whatever it is, you, you can make it work, but you know, going for, going for a run on vacation, like for a runner could be a pretty, could be the highlight of the vacation, depending on what you're doing, where you're going, who you're visiting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and seeing as it's your vacation too, as much as it's everybody else in the family's vacation or everybody else that you're traveling with or whatever the case might be, um, prioritizing a, a run or two or few or a whole bunch of running, um, isn't selfish. Now, again, it's got to fit within the confines of the other, the, the overall plans of the vacation, but you know, don't, don't think that you need to do what everybody else wants to do. And, and, you know, oh, I just want to run. So it's not like, no, it's your vacation too. go for, go for that run. Figure out a time. Let, let, you know, grandma and grandpa spend some time with the kids so you can go out for a run or whatever the case might be. Uh, get, get your run in if that's something that you want to do. The, the biggest thing, which is number two here on the list that I always tell everybody that I'm working with when they're going on a vacation is to basically adhere to the vacation rules of running. And what those rules are, they're really simple. Run as much or as little as you want. Run as long or as short as you want. Run as hard or, or as easy as you want. Now, you might think that, wait wait a minute, especially that last one, like really you're telling people they can run harder? Yeah, yeah, I am. You're on vacation, all right? This isn't, we're not ad- adapting the training style. This isn't something that's gonna be, you know, part of the the agenda coming coming back out of vacation or whatever. Um, but when you're on vacation and, and especially if you got one of those kind of, if it's a more relaxing vacation, you got a cabin in the woods or you're, you're gonna be at the beach or something like that where, you know, it's not, it's not a run around, do all the things, visit the big city or visit the amusement parks or whatever type of vacation where, you know, you're sleeping in, it's pretty low stress, you're relaxing. Like, yeah, you can probably get away with running more or running harder or, or whatever because, you know, the rest of life is just a little bit more chill. Um, and we're also looking at, you know, there, there is a little bit of boundary here that like, you know, within reason, right? If you're, if you're running 10 or 15 miles a week and there's nothing wrong with that, that's where your base is right now. Well, probably don't go and throw down a 115 mile week, right? Like that, that's probably doing too much. But if you're running, you know, 10, 15, 20 miles a week, typically, and you go and run 35 because you just have, you have more time, you have more availability. You can just keep it simple and cruise. Hey, as long as you're feeling good, as long as you're, you know, not, not feeling sore or anything like that, I say, go for it. So, you know, there's a little bit of, a little bit of, of, you know, boundaries in there loosely, but for the most part, you're on vacation. You want to go run, go run. You want to run fast, run fast. Conversely, and sometimes overlooked in there, if you don't want to run, if you had, you know, fell into a pitcher of margaritas last night and, and had to drink your way out, well, then don't run today, right? You want to just lay at the beach, lay at the beach. 
standing in, you know, you're doing all the, the, the Mickey Mouse in or the Harry Potter in or whatever, going to see the shows, then, you know, sleep in and go to the parks and you'll have plenty of time on your feet and it'll be fine. So, you know, if you want to run, run. If you don't want to run, don't run. It's it's a week. It's a 10 days. It's two weeks of vacation. You're going to be fine. You're not going to lose all your fitness. You're not going to make all the gain. Like run, have fun. Enjoy the, enjoy that as the rules of running for vacation. Now, if you are training for a fall race, tip number three, structure your training accordingly. And, and especially if you can get out in front. So like, if you're running, like I said, when is Chicago middle of middle of October, something like that. Uh, so we got, you know, five and a half months or ish plus or minus from the time this episode comes out. Yeah. I thought about it a little bit more since I said something earlier, kind of got my, my numbers straight there. Um, so, you know, if, if you know you're running Chicago or you're running Indy in November or you're running New York or Marine Corps or whatever, whatever your race of the fall might be, whether it's September, anytime, you've got plenty of runway, especially if you're already thinking about it now, especially if your base is in some level of, of decent place to, to make sure that you're structuring your training during your vacation as something of a cutback week, especially if you know it's going to be a busy week, you're probably not going to run a whole lot. Maybe you don't want to run a whole lot. Then, then, you know, push the miles a little bit, maybe the week before, then enjoy not running or running very little while you're on vacation. And then back on, back on the plan the week after easy peasy. Don't overthink it. Don't try to, how do I strategically like, no, just, all right, I'm not going to run that week or I'm going to run very little run a little bit more or, or just, or, if, you know, if you got a 16 week plan, and your vacation is week, whatever, week nine. Well, then you do the first eight weeks. Vacation week is, is whatever. And then that week you get back, you, st- you pick up on week nine, right? Like, like you know, you got a 16-week plan. If, as long as you've got more than 16 weeks from today to your race, well, just basically start your training on 17 weeks out from the race, that week of vacation in the middle, or obviously scale that up or down based on duration of vacation. But like, just make that, a free for all week of vacation rules of running week. And then you're back to the plan when you get back to back home and back to the routine. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Obviously, if you have a coach, if you've got me as a coach, whether we're talking concierge or one-to-one or coterie or, or you know, I mean, those are the levels. So what, if you've got me, well, then all you do is tell me, Hey, Hey coach, I'm going to be on vacation this week. Cool. I got you. And, and I do the thinking for you, right? I, I schedule it accordingly uh, we, we use the vacation week as a cutback week or as a, as a, if it's a, if it's one of those weeks where you're like, I'm going to be running all the miles while I'm on vacation. So like load me up. Well, then we load you up and we do the cutback week, maybe the week after or the week ahead. But like, again, don't overthink it, but be strategic with how you're scheduling your training, whether you're doing it yourself or if you're outsourcing it, just communicate it to the person you're outsourcing it to. Ideally, Nelson, ideally more than a week beforehand. Not that you do that with vacations. You just tend to do that with, Oh, by the way, coach, I got a race this weekend. I know how you know, you know how you operate. Um, but you know, make sure that you, you are, are communicating that in enough advance so that the coach can maybe make some tweaks, make some adjustments. And then that, that vacation week really can be pretty seamless in terms of how that impacts or ideally doesn't impact the build for the fi- for your fall race. Last but not least, when it comes to tips for running on vacation, and I suppose this one is, is a given, um, you know, any time that you're, that you're, I don't know if it's a given, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but bring your phone with you is what I'm, was it a, what I'm ultimately trying to get to. And, and for a lot of us, it's a given because, 
you're listening to this while you're running. You're listening to music. You're listening to other podcasts, audiobooks, whatever. Maybe you've got, you know, you, you don't have a, a, a watch, but you use, you know, Map My Run or whatever, RunKeeper, some of the different run apps that are on the phones. And so you just, you know, you, you've, you've got your phone with you for your entertainment. You've got your phone with you for your apps, maybe both. So your phone comes with you for every run anyway. But uh, whether or not that's the case, or, if, you know, if you don't typically take your phone with you, but you're running on vacation, take your phone with you. Now, this is not necessarily a just in case something crazy happens safety type of issue, although that's certainly part of the equation. But the more likely scenarios, I think at least statistically more likely scenarios where you might need your your phone or it might be beneficial to have your phone with you when you're running in a strange place and uh, on vacation is that maybe you get a little bit turned around. I've done that before. And, and quite frankly, typically when I get turned around and I'm running in a, in a strange, strange town, strange city, strange location, like I kind of like it. It's like a challenge, right? How do I get myself back out of here? But there's been times, one or two, where I've really been turned around and I had to pull a, pull the phone out, open up, you know, Google Maps or whatever the, the map app is that's on my phone and go, all right, where the hell am I? <laughs> where am I trying to get to? And, you know, typically it's like I'm four blocks off of where I thought I was, but four blocks might as well have been 40 miles. And as soon as I look at the map, I go, oh, okay. I just got to, I've been running parallel to where I want to be. I just need to bang a left. And, you know, in three or four blocks, I'm going to be right back onto this main street or whatever. And I know where I am. But having that map that you can just open up. I mean, I guess you could you could go 1990 style and like bring a paper map with you. But come on, it's 2023. Bring your phone. That way you've got a map if you need it. Your phone can also, thanks to the magic of technology, service as a credit card for you. How might that be useful? Well, let's say you're you're running, and you know maybe I mentioned earlier it's summertime, so heat and humidity might be a little bit more of a factor. You've got your water bottle, you've got you've got your things with you, but but I've been there. Maybe you haven't been. Maybe you're you're more soundly. You're, let's not kid ourselves. If you're listening to this, there's a 99% chance you're more soundly prepared for your runs than I ever am because I'm just like meh, whatever. But you know, I've run out of water. I've I've had single barrel pack drain that, that bottle dry. I've had handheld drain that had a double barrel drain both of those. Now, if you know where you are is in terms of like running in town or running in your neighborhood, you might know where there's a water fountain or where, you know, you can swing by the the seven 11 and just be like, Hey, I'm just filling up my water from the tap or, you know, from the, the soda fountain. And they're like, yeah, cool. No, no factor. Get you, get yourself some water. But when you're not in your, your home confines or when you're not in a familiar location, you know, you might only be a block or two away from the public water fountain, but you don't necessarily know that. But maybe you stumble across a grocery store or, you know, some, or a convenience store that, that doesn't have the soda fountain that you can just fill up with water, but maybe you want something better than water. Well, if you got your, your phone with the Apple Pay or whatever wannabe Apple Pay that Android people have, you just roll into the, roll into the gas station, roll into the grocery store, roll into Target or wh- whatever store that, that happens to be there and get yourself an, a cold water or get yourself a Gatorade or... Get yourself a coffee because that's what I would probably get even on a hot day. But whatever, whatever you might, I guess I'm probably not. If I'm, if I'm rolling in because I'm worried about hydration, we're probably not going straight for the coffee mid-run. Regardless, you got your Apple Pay on your phone. You, you know, you get a, get a little snack. Maybe, maybe that way, you know, you, you're hungry. You feel like you, you need a little boost. Hey, you know, stop off and get some gummy bears, which not for nothing. Better than a gel as far as I'm concerned. You do you. But you have that option with the credit card on your phone. So you have your phone with you. You don't need to bring your wallet. You don't need to bring your credit cards. You just got your you know, Apple Pay, boom, tap, good to go. 
out the door with your bottle of water and your, you know, peach rings or whatever, whatever kind of little, little pick me up you want before you finish out your run. Last but not least, in maybe not the absolute worst case scenario, but probably the more most common of a worst case scenario is maybe you need a ride home. You know, maybe something happens, you twist an ankle, maybe you're so far lost that you're like, oh shoot, I'm, I don't know how I got to this point, but like I'm 14 miles in and I've got 14 miles to go and I'm not feeling like 28 miles today. Uh, so, you know, use your phone to call for a ride, whether that's catching an Uber or a Lyft, whether that's just calling back to, you know, home base or, or wherever somebody else is that you're on vacation with be like, Hey, here's where I am. I need somebody to come get me. But obviously the phone provides that level of comfort too. So when you're running in a, in a unfamiliar place, when you're running on vacation, um, you know, there's, there's, there's some reasons to have your phone with you, some practical reasons to have your phone with you outside of, you know, map my run outside of the Apple podcast app or whatever app overcast anchor Spotify, whatever app you listen to this on, um, you know, having your phone with you on a run on vacation, probably a good idea because it can get you out of a bind. So, you know, there, there you go. A few options, whether that's summer vacation or anytime you're on vacation, if you're going to go running, which Lord knows I'm going to go running on vacation. A few things to remember is that it's your vacation too. So it's not selfish to get out for a run. Obviously make the runs fit into the plans that the, the whole group has, but get yourself a, a few miles. If you're so inclined, follow the vacation rules of running. Basically you got, you got carte blanche to do what you want. Um, short, this does not apply to you. We've had that discussion before you will, we will clarify what your boundaries are, but in general, and I guess those that I don't coach, you know, just whatever you want to do, just tell them, tell your coach that you know, some, some schmuck with a podcast that I could run whatever the hell I wanted to on vacation. And you know, they can, they can contact me for more details. Uh, but you know, in more seriousness, you know, make sure you're structuring fall race or future races accordingly with that week of vacation or that 10 days of vacation to make sure that you don't miss a beat with the training that you're doing for whatever race is next on your calendar and bring your phone with you just, just in case you need to check the map, buy a drink, phone a friend, you've got it with you. Um, you know, hopefully it's something where it's a need and not have, I'm sorry, backwards, have and not need instead of a need and not have, because that's not ideal. So there you go. A few thoughts. Most importantly, have a great vacation. Enjoy your vacation. If it's a summer vacation, if you're listening to this later in the year or some other point where you're like getting ready for a vacation, um, have yourself a good vacation. Be safe. Enjoy the, enjoy the change of scenery. Hopefully enjoy some good miles in a change of scenery. And, uh, I guess that's that. So, uh, as always, if you have any questions, if you, if there's something that I left out, what do you do when it comes to running on vacation? Are you a hell yeah, I'm running all the miles. Are you a, nah, I'm just going to relax and take it as a, as a recovery week and off week somewhere in the middle. Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram, Dizruns at gmail.com. If you want to shoot me an email. And of course you want to head over to the blog post for today. Dizruns.com slash 1157 slash one, one, five, seven memes, gifs, links, nonsense, comment section down at the bottom of the page. Of course, though, you feel free to chime in. Let me know what you do when it comes to running on vacation. What, what are the vacation rules that you have for your running? Uh, are they aligned with mine? A little bit different. Let me know uh, whatever way is best for you. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, y'all, if you want, if you want to jump on board the concierge train, like I said, you'll be the first one. The, the train is empty, plenty of room. We'd love to have you. Dizruns.com slash concierge. Check it out. Like I said earlier, and I'm not, not trying to hide behind it. Like it ain't, it ain't cheap. I don't think it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not cheap. So there's that. Um, 
but I think the value's there, especially with, you know, having somebody show up on race day, like that's, that's kind of a unique level of coaching, I think. So, uh, if that's something that would be interesting to you or of interest to you, might be useful to you, uh, check it out. Disruns.com slash concierge. Uh, and if not, there's other levels there. You can check those out as well on the, on the main coaching page. Um, so that's that. Y'all, thanks for the time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking me with you today. If you know somebody, if you have a running friend that's heading out on vacation soon, hit that share button, spread the word. Hopefully that way they can have a good vacation while also enjoying some running as well. And until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you. (laughs) 